This is Kona Bible Church. Thanks for listening. We pray that you will experience God's blessing as you consider Pastor Brian's latest message from his series, Wrestling with God, from the book of Genesis. Right, so if you haven't already, um, I think I caught everyone, but you should have a piece of paper um, that says my Sabbath on it, and... um, you know, ideally, you know, a couple of different colors even. Um, it's not required, but it makes it more fun. Um, so the last couple of weeks, just for folks who may have not been here, we've, just been, we've been talking about the Sabbath and the importance of um, stopping from the craziness of life, um, of doing and buying and producing, and just stopping. And I, I hope that I hope it's come through that, you know, I think more than just stopping in Sabbath, that there's, there's more to it. There's this element of delight, this element of intention, this element of engaging with God and engaging with those that you love and engaging with creation. And that in doing so, there's this almost magical, I, I keep on using it because I don't know what other word it <laughs> It almost, it feels like Christmas, it, the times that we've had Sabbath, it feels like Christmas morning uh, as a child, not as an, a parent, a parent, Christmas morning for parents, that has all sorts of stressful stuff for it, right? But, but Christmas as a child, just that, what is going to happen this morning? What's under the tree? Did, you know, did Santa come? Like, just that anticipation. And as Naomi and I and Calvin, as we have done these Sabbath things, there's been that little glimpse of Christmas morning. And so I hope that's been conveyed. If it's not, I, I hope it comes across today um, that as we talk about Sabbath, the practical. So that's this morning. We're just going to kind of talk about what can we do practically um, to celebrate the Sabbath. And that's where your papers come in. Um, I give you full permission to be doodling and writing and drawing pictures um, as I'm talking this morning. Um, The idea with your paper and your pencils is for you to kind of draw your ideal Sabbath day. Um, If you were really given the freedom to take 24 hours and not produce and not buy and not have to do anything, but really just given the freedom to have a day filled with delight and joy, what would you fill it with? What would your day be? What special thing could you do that would bring delight to you and your family and those around you and I believe make God delighted that you were taking the time just to stop and engage with him? Um, and these, this, what we're going to talk about this morning is not exhaustive, guys. They're just suggestions, just to, to give you some ideas of what you can do on your Sabbath. It's not about rules. It's, as we're discovering, it's about experimenting and trying new things and finding out what, what brings life, what draws us closer to the Father and closer to each other. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so the first slide is going to be um, how often, um, I don't know, <laughs> I honestly don't, I, we've, we've, been doing mon- we've been doing Sunday night to Monday night, 
Um, and that's been really great for us. Um, we have this busy week coming. Our renters have moved out for a week. And so we actually did Sabbath from Saturday, kind of did it Saturday. And I, so it changes. Um, and do you do a whole day? Do you do four hours? We, we know a couple, and they, it feels like they Sabbath their whole week. They're taking hours apart to really stop and to be with each other and to be with God. And I think that's great, too. Um, the thing I would add to how often and when is this. I don't think Sabbath will happen on its own. It's like paying taxes. It doesn't happen unless you take the time to do it, right? It doesn't magically just accomplish itself, right? And it's so easy to push aside. And so I think for the how often part, it's, it's intentionality. Pick a time, you know, whatever it is. Know that it can be changed and God's flexible. And it's, it's, the Sabbath is for our benefit. But I, my encouragement is to be intentional and pick a time. Um, but again, do pick a time to stop doing, 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 buying, 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 going, going, going. We do so much of that. We just, we need a time in our lives to stop. All right. Uh, what to do on Sabbath. Um, so the Bible is filled with feasts and celebrations. And I think that's it. the heart of Sabbath is, is feasting and celebrating and delighting. Um, and so we're going to read... My slide guy is drawing. <laughs> okay, we're going to read a passage out of Isaiah that I love. Um, so this is Isaiah, and he's, he's speaking of end times. And he said, The Lord who commands armies will hold a banquet for all the nations on this mountain. At this banquet there will be plenty of meat and aged wine, tender meat and choicest wine. On this mountain he will swallow up the shroud that is over all the peoples, the woven covering that is over all the nations. He will swallow up death permanently. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from every face and remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. Indeed, the Lord has announced it. So what to do on Sabbath? Well, the first thing is meals. It's a huge part of Sabbath, um, is meals. Um, Naomi and I have actually kind of landed on breakfasts. Um, and it's been so delightful just to go and to have breakfast together, um, but with, with Sabbath intention, and it changes the whole breakfast. We, in fact, we had Sabbath lunch the other day, and I said, baby, what, what, is, what is this? We've had lunch here so many times. Why is this different? It feels different as we sit together, and we engage, and we talk, and we share. It's like, it's different, and I think it's the intentionality of saying, Father, we are going to Put our day on you and on each other. And I believe he blesses it and sets it apart and says, I will make it holy. And the lunch was sweeter. The food was better. The time was better. Again, it's, it's almost magical. So I encourage you guys, whatever you do, to, to do it onto the Lord and say, Father, this is, my, this is what I'm going to do today as my Sabbath. Like, please show up. Um, uh, another, 
we've only had we've only celebrated four Sabbaths now, so it's not a long list. But one of our Sabbaths we we had with friends, um, and they actually came. Uh, the the men went out to Safeway, and we actually bought all the ingredients for the Sabbath meal together. And oh, and should we get this and get this? And oh no, that's oh no no, we're getting too much. And I'm like, no no, you can't have enough on Sabbath. And we just bought all this stuff, and then we came back to the house, and um, and there was tears and laughter and sharing um, and deep questions. And it was so wonderful. This table just filled with olives and cheese and crackers and fruit and it was wonderful. And so when you, if you're thinking of a meal, like think of something special and something different and like creativity come in and, and almost let yourself be spoiled a little bit. Again, not for to be spoiled, but to, but to give back your gratitude to who God is and how lavish he is. Um, another great way to do it is to have time in nature. Um, a walk, a hike, sitting on the beach, being in the ocean, um, God's creation speaks about who he is, his grandeur, um, his might, um, he's bigger than us. We can sit and we can walk and we can go, man, we're a part of this. You've created this for us and you're bigger than us and you're bigger than our doing and our buying and our going. And we can just rest in that um, as we are in his creation. Uh, so personally, Naomi and I, we've, we really love just going and taking our chairs and just sitting under a tree. There's a little tree at Old Airport and we take our two chairs and we just, sit under the tree and watch the ocean and talk. And again, we've done that so many other times and somehow Sabbath, doing it on Sabbath feels different. Um, his word. Certainly can spend time in his word um, on the Sabbath because that's, you know, it's a big way that he speaks to us. And I would encourage you, what, what could you do while you're reading his word on Sabbath, that would make it a little bit different, that might make it a little bit special. Um, I was challenged once to, to read the book of Luke on, in one sitting. And so I went down to the, actually went down to the beach so I wouldn't be distracted, and I just sat and, I don't know, took a couple hours, and I just read through Luke from start to beginning. And it was awesome. Like, I felt like I knew Jesus differently than... I ever had before reading through. Um, but another suggestion, you know, as you're drawing and you're thinking what else could do is, is to read the word with your family. You know, take turns reading it out loud. Um, maybe if, you have, if you've had children, to read a children's version of the scriptures. Like, do something, you know, different to see how God might show up and how he might speak to you. Um, silence and solitude. What a better, you know, I don't know if there's a better way to stop the stopping and the going and the doing and the voices and the clamor and all the rest and just sit and be still before him. And again, you can do that with the, your favorite beverage or no beverage or with a snack or not a snack, you know, in your home, in your favorite place. Just let the creativity, what, what would bring you joy? The Father wants us to have joy and to have joy with him and to have these moments with him. And so what would bring you joy um, in your silence and your solitude? One of our foundations here at Kona Bible is, of course, prayer. 
not a bad way to spend some of the day in Sabbath is to spend some time praying together. And again, what, what can you do to, to make the, the prayer time seem more intentional or more creative and more special? Um, you're always welcome to come down here. The church is open most days during the week. You can come and sit in the pews or sit on one of the benches. Um, you know, break it up. Do something a little different to kind of set it apart. And yeah, but prayer is a great way to celebrate the Sabbath. Ah, this one's a good one. This, I think, epitomizes. Besides meals, I feel like the idea of play epitomizes the Sabbath, as I have been learning about the Sabbath. I think I always thought of Sabbath as just stopping and sitting and being still and just not doing anything, which sounds a little, as my wife does the thumbs down, it sounds, I don't know, that doesn't feel like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like the God I know, right? The, the God I know is so life-giving, right? Um, and there is life to be found in stopping, for sure, but I, I think stopping from the world, right? Stopping from the clamor and the, the striving and uh, the trying to earn, and I think play is such a big part of the Sabbath, um, so playing, like, what do you mean by that, Bob? I, I mean in its heart, like, even playfulness, like, going into the Sabbath with this, with a playfulness, with a, with a, what can I do today that's gonna bring me and my family joy? And is that, you know, is it a family game? Is it cards? Is it painting, an art project, um, a favorite movie, you know, setting a fire pit up? you know, in the yard, or if you don't have that, like putting a bunch of candles together and roasting s'mores with a candle. I, I don't know, like, just to be creative and think, Father, what can we do today to be playful with one another? Um, and again, just to repeat myself, like the 10th time, just because it's a movie doesn't mean it can't be a Sabbath movie. And again, it's like, Okay, so what can we do? So we, you know, well, we watch movies, but what can we do? Okay, uh, we'll go to the store and we'll get, like, special popcorn or flavored popcorn. Or, you know, tonight, family, we're all going to squeeze onto one couch and watch the, watch the movie together because it's Sabbath and we're together. Or um, let's put all the blinds down and try to make it dark. Or if you have AC, let's, let's, let's put the AC down to 55 and, like, Put on our winter jackets and see how cold we can. I don't know. I don't know what God will show you or what creative things you can do uh, to make those connections and those memories and to have the have that time together that just isn't another movie, but it's an intentional, like, we are doing this together. Um, inviting others. So after you, you know, after you've tried this a few times, you know, like, you know, Sabbath, not that we waited that long. We actually invited people into our Sabbath pretty quickly. Inviting others into your Sabbath is fantastic. Um, I, I would just, you know, invite people that you know will be Sabbathy people, right? People who are going to want to, like, talk about things, right? Who are going to want to, like, answer questions and who are going to want to go there and be deep um, or that are fun or that match. Anyways, uh, 
invite people into your Sabbath as well um, in, in intentionality. Okay, uh, so here's, we, I, I, I alluded to this. Again, I don't want to be the rules guy. I hope, as we've talked about this morning, that, I've, that there aren't any rules really to what you do other than being intentional, inviting God into your rest. Um, but there was a, a verse in Nehemiah uh, that struck out, to, that's, that really struck me. And this is Nehemiah, and he's cleaning up Israel. And he said, and what he witnessed was that people were coming and going and doing business on the Sabbath. So he said, I registered a complaint with the nobles of Judah, saying to them, what is this evil thing that you're doing profaning the Sabbath day? Isn't this the way your ancestors acted, causing our God to bring on them and on the city all this misfortune? And now you are causing even more wrath on Israel, profaning the Sabbath like this. When the evening shadows begin to fail, fall all the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be closed. I further directed that they went, they were not to be opened until after Sabbath. I positioned some of my young men at the gates so that no load could enter on the Sabbath day. The traders and the sellers of all kinds of merchandise spent the night outside Jerusalem once or twice. But I warned them and said, why do you spend the night by the wall? If you repeat this, I will forcibly remove you. From that time on, they did not show up on the Sabbath. Then I directed the Levites to purify themselves and come and guard the gates in order, excuse me, to keep the Sabbath day holy. For this, please remember me, O oh my God, and have pity on me in keeping with your great love. Man, what a great passage. The Sabbath is not about rules, but it's got to be guarded. The world has spent so much money and time to get you guys doing and going and buying. There's probably a meeting happening. Like there's probably hundreds of meetings happening right now of how you all can be engaged to buy whatever company is having a hard time right now and thinking, how can we get them to buy more? Are not, when you look at magazines and TV, are they not filled with like these whole idea of rest? Like you see these people on vacation and on picnics and by the lake and they all seem so peaceful and restful and they're like, but they're selling you a bill of goods, right? They're even trying to sell the idea of Sabbath to you, but commercialized. And if we don't put someone up on the gate to say, it's not happening today, it, it won't happen. I feel like the sub-message is like time with our family and our loved ones. If we, don't peop if we don't put someone up at the gate to say, hey, like today's a day that I'm spending with my family, even if you choose not to celebrate Sabbath, like that time with your loved ones and that time with God, I, if we don't guard it, the world is going to win. So last, last, before we talk about the exciting homework that I have for you, um, is Jesus said, Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. What does that mean? It means this. Um, Sabbath was for, is for our benefit. God made it for our benefit. The Pharisees, they made these crazy rules and added all this stuff so that people couldn't even obey it if they wanted to. They did it to control the people. And Sabbath is not about control. It's about joy and delight and connection. Um, 
So again, I just want to bring it circle around and just to say, God made it for us. It is a delight, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's worth doing. Um, but it's, it's not legalism. Um, we don't behold it because of that. We, we behold to it because God gave it to us as a gift. Um, so yes, I, I hope that you guys will, will find time, intentional time to stop and to do something of what you've written down or drawn on a regular basis. And I believe that as you do that, God will show up. He, that he'll show up and you'll start to see him afresh in new ways. That you'll start to see one another uh, in new ways. See your kids, your family, like in, in new ways. Father, I pray that. I pray that as, as we as a body, Lord, as we commit our time and we dedicate a portion of our lives to stopping and to being before you and to making connections, Lord, I pray that you would meet us and that you would show us just how wonderful that you are. All right, here's the homework. Um, so we've had little homeworks, and I, I hope that some of you have done them. Um, but our homework this time is this. Uh, Saturday at 5 o'clock, I encourage you to stop. Stop working this coming Saturday. Stop working, stop doing, stop buying. Just be. Be with each other. Do something on your paper. Invite God into your time of stopping. We will continue that Sunday morning um, where we are going to have a Sabbath feast here at the church. Uh, so 10.15, regular time, um, we are going to have a meal together. Um, what should I bring, you ask? You should bring something special to you. Something that brings you joy, something that you think might bring other people joy. It's not to pressure you, but it's like what you bring to the what you bring to the Sabbath affects the Sabbath celebration, right? Like if we all came and there was like 30 bowls of peanuts, it'd be kind of a bummer, right? It'd be kind of a bummer Sabbath, right? Um, and so, yes, I just encourage you to bring something. I mean, it doesn't need to be expensive, but like is there, was there a childhood thing that made you shine? Is there something of home like... Oh, I always remember my mom would make, like, those kind of things. And we will sit together, and we will eat, and we will be intentional. And there's going to be some pre-planned questions that we're going to ask one another. And my hope, my hope is that there's going to be laughter and that there's going to be tears. I really do. I hope that during this time, people are going to share of their lives and who they are and what they're going through, and that this meal is going to change from just a meal to a celebration of who God is and who he has made us to be, all while out here um, looking at the beauty of his creation. Yes, I will end on this quote. Uh, this is from the book uh, called Sabbath, <laughs> The Ancient Practices. The Sabbath is an invitation to enter delight. When experienced as God intended, it is the best day of our lives. Without question or thought is the best day of the week. 
It is the day we anticipate on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and the day that we remember Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Sabbath is a holy time when we feast, play, dance, have sex, sing, pray, laugh, tell stories, read, paint, walk, and watch creation in its fullness. Few people are willing to enter the Sabbath day and sanctify it, to make it holy, because a full day of delight and joy is more than most people can bear in a lifetime, let alone a week. It feels that way a little bit. It almost feels like, oh, it feels a little selfish to, to really delight in God and to do lavish things and to celebrate and to do what makes me happy. And I say no. I say that is, our, that is the God that we serve. There are six days um, to do and to work and to be. And then there's the day during the week that he says, look towards eternity. That's eternity, right? That quote that I read, that's our eternity. It's delighting and endless playing and laughter and time spent with him that seems amazing. And so uh, bless you guys. Um, I, I pray, I really do, I pray that whatever you decide to do on Sabbath starting at 5 on Saturday night as a community, I pray that it will bleed uh, into our Sunday morning and that will be stories to be told about how you Sabbathed and what you did and what God revealed. Ah, this is from my, my, my wife found this. It's so profound. Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes including you. If it works for our computers, it can work for us too.